Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 41 of the Showbound Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Raskin, here alongside San Jose Sharks prospect and live from San Jose, California, Ethan Cardwell. Cards, how's it going, man? What an announcement. Uh, just feels good. Uh, you saying that, I got, I got a list of credentials there right now for this episode. But no, it's going good, man. Um, here, right now with Ozzy beside me, so the fans are going to meet soon, so obviously a first round of the sharks i guess we're introing our guests pretty early on this one but uh ozzy weisblatt from uh prince albert raiders in the whl and uh, first round of the san jose sharks and my roommate at development camp but uh things are great man 30 degree weather can't complain in uh in california it doesn't get much better than this how about you yeah i mean i've been i've been busy i got a lot of stuff to to talk about but before we do let's let's just talk about your camp man so um let us know how it's going dude and kind of how it's been since you got there yeah basically it's really really high end like you, you don't realize like how crazy like the nhl is and like how unreal the setup is and everything like that the room is just spectacular and stuff like that and like any equipment you need really um they got for you everything's hooked up they take care of your gear you just drop it off they do everything for you like great equipment staff like all the trainers cold tub hot tub like the showers are like unreal actually you know what i was gonna mention i was thinking about this for a while now i'm in the shower today see it says like shampoo on it but it also says the brand so you get like there's like seven different options of shampoo brands that you can use in the shower alone and they're just in these massive containers i'm like yeah this is pretty showtime i mean yeah that is so showtime you don't even think about that that's hilarious you're in the o sometimes you're getting uh you're using body wash or like hand sanitizer in your hair Um, (laughs) to rinse off after a game so things are a little bit different uh in that sense but i know the hockey's been great too just a lot of development like when they say the word development they really mean it like we watch video on the skills we're going to use in practice that day and then we just go and implement them and it's it's all about uh just succeeding and becoming a better player this week so i think getting a good handle on it not great um actually pretty good today i'm picking pucks off the wall uh so i was happy about that me and ozzy never really too many mistakes so can't complain about that um but yeah man it's it's been pretty cool so far to get that first taste of like the nhl lifestyle and stuff like that and kind of see what they go through and then just to be on your own like you get per diem and you get to go for your own your own meals and you take care of yourself like you're responsible for your recovery like there's a there's a workout and stuff and it's up to you you're on your own you're a pro now this is your job so you have to take it seriously and, and that's something that's pretty cool to see like and then just being surrounded by like the players that are here, like Carlson and Burns are skating on the other rink while we're there and you see them in the locker room and it's just like, wow, these guys are like, they're going to the hall of fame and uh, it, it's pretty cool. Definitely. And yeah, I'm just pumped to be here, man. As you can tell, I'm pretty fired up about it. We've been, yeah. we've had some good talks, but pretty special place. And then San Jose itself as a city is just, it's awesome. Like looking at the mountains and stuff too. And we're not too far from the ocean and, the beach so gonna enjoy all that i'm sure throughout the week yeah that's so sick man it's 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 awesome i'm so happy for you so what's what's like on the ice what's the pace of the practices like is are you guys working really hard or kind of easing into it honestly man they've been going pretty light on us um they've been yeah it's been very reasonable to say the least like we'll do like 45 minutes of the skill that we practiced on and then we'll get the 
we'll, we do split. So like the deer on one ice and we're on a different ice and then we'll come together at the end. They, they'll use what they learned and we'll use what we learn and we'll throw them in drills and stuff like that. So, uh, the last 45 is a bit of a bagger. Um, I know we're doing a lot of recovery, get some ice going. Uh, the, the body's a bit sore to say the least. Um, but no, it's, it's good. Like the pace of play, like everybody's buzzing, like everyone's here to earn a contract. Right. So everybody, uh, is obviously going a hundred percent. And then you got the, the AHL guys here who are there to earn a job again and stuff. So competition's there and I'm sure the game's going to be really high tempo on Thursday. Yeah, I was about to talk about that. Thursday, you have the like the prospect scrimmage. I saw San Jose um, tweeting about it and stuff, so I registered online. They have like a little free online registration for the live stream. So it's 10 p.m. Eastern time, but I'll definitely be up watching that. That's going to be – that'll be really entertaining, and all the showbound listeners should also watch if you want to cheer on Cardsy. Um, now, uh, anything else kind of San Jose-wise you want to touch on before we kind of move forward with some other stuff? I mean, I got my – draft jersey uh oh yeah okay i texted you this but let's talk about it um can you get me a cardwell jersey while you're there i might be able to i don't know i'm gonna check i'll check for you i'll see if there's like a shark store anywhere like around that's like open that does like jerseys and stuff like that but i'm sure i could like i don't know both jerseys are sick too like the white is so clean um you saw it in the post and everything the white's so clean and then the teal is just obviously a nasty color in itself and who doesn't love the logo so pretty sick jersey we just did like a little photo shoot for that I'm kind of pretending we're at the draft or whatever like that because it hasn't been live in two years but well, i posted uh, it i think if it was the same one you're talking about did you see on the show yeah, yeah i saw it it's actually kind of got a lot of likes for us too we don't we normally don't get a ton of likes because people are just like okay yeah we see that it's at 7 p.m tonight yeah whatever all right no time to like but yeah the, the fans appreciated a bit i yeah, and uh, a lot of comments, which brings me to uh, talk about last week. I was nonstop talking about commenting on our stuff, and we got so many comments throughout the week on the TikTok, the YouTube, the Twitter people quote tweeting us and stuff, and on the Instagram, of course. And it made me think, and these are our fans that are that really like us, um, and we can create a showbound fan community, which would be sick to have our like a little showbound community if everyone's more active and even talking to each other in the comments and stuff. It'd be pretty cool if our like all the listeners can create that community for us. Like not something we can really create. I think it has to start itself. But for you listening right now, like let's get the showbound community going. I think it's pretty sick. We posted one TikTok cards that had like 280 something comments. Did you see that? With uh silly talking about Charlie D'Amelio. Oh really? Yeah. Well it makes sense that would pop off a TikTok star. Yeah, uh, and I knew that one would <laughs> actually dude you know what's hilarious is i've had like seven guys here at the camp come up to me and be like yo dude like i see your podcast on tiktok all the time and these are guys from like bc alberta the q like states and stuff and i'm like wow like we're getting out there so yeah i know definitely appreciate all the comments uh congratulating me and stuff and just supporting showbound um and it's special like it's pretty cool to know that like maybe these people didn't know even who I was before this started or like same for you. Like, and now we actually have like a little fan base there that supports us so much. So it's pretty cool to have that. It means a lot to us. So if, uh, if you ever want to drop a, uh, drop a, a like, a comment, thumbs up, uh, we really appreciate that stuff. Yeah. And the DMs, we got a lot of DMs this week and 
we we respond to all of them. Also, funny you say that about the TikTok. I was out golfing cards and I ran into a an old like house league hockey coach of mine when I was five years old, and I guess he was golfing with his son. And I introduced myself, and he's like, "Oh, I know who you are. I see you on my TikTok page all the time." <laughs> no <laughs> way. Yeah, it was really That's funny. crazy, man. Yeah, we're we're getting a good reach. We're uh, we're reaching like eighty million people a week now, so it's good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll tell that to the sponsors. Get a little get a little boost. Um, okay, actually, you asked about how I'm doing and stuff, and here's something I'm a couple of things, but one that one thing I've been getting into lately, um, I've been getting into the smoothie game lately, man. Um, I've been, I've been doing a lot of smoothies for, for like lunch and stuff. Are you a smoothie guy? Yeah. Smoothie every day, bud. Okay. Yeah. I was, I had a, I made a chocolate milk, banana, peanut butter, cinnamon, and protein smoothie today for lunch. And it was, it was like so good. Did you put ice in it? Nah. So it was, it was probably pretty like thin. Yeah. Like a, like a drink more than a smoothie. Yeah. It was the, the peanut butter kind of made it a little thicker though. I suggest next time throw like a good handful of ice in there. It'll chop it up. It'll make it a good consistency. You'll be loving it. Okay. Guy who drinks them every day. Yeah. Coming from a smoothie guy. All right. Um, all right. I got to tell you a, like a story, I guess, for the listeners. Um, and I, I touched on it last week, how I was going to Barry for a, a baseball game and stuff. So I did um, I actually ran into some showbound fans there at cards, which was awesome. Um, yeah. And anyway, after that, I was with one of my buddies who, who Cardsy also played with Matt Barnes, Barnesy, my buddy. And he came to the game and then we went out for a couple of beers after downtown, like haven't seen him since before COVID. And uh, we're, we're at the bar there. Um, and I guess the waitress comes over and hands him a drink and was like, you have a secret admirer. And, and Barnesy's a good looking dude for the record. Um, and uh, he's just like looking around and these two girls over at the table, give him like the wave, you know? So he goes like, send, send him each back a drink. And then <laughs> the girls laughing already. <laughs> yeah. The girls, well, listen, you're going to be laughing or angry. Like I was, um, the girls come over to the table and yeah, good, good COVID protocol there, but <laughs> we were distanced. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the girls come over to the table both of them like all over Barnsey and they go, what are your Zodiac signs? Like they no no names, no nothing. They sit down. What are your Zodiac signs? And it, this, this has been something that's pissed me off for a long time. I'm not going to lie. The whole Zodiac sign thing, how people can just assume you're a certain way based off what your sign is. Do you, do you know that? Do people ask you that stuff? Yeah. Funny enough. My girlfriend loves it. So, Oh no. Cards. Yeah. Well, no, she doesn't talk about it a ton. It does, like, I'm not into it whatsoever or anything like that. But, like, every time, like, I'll do something, like, she doesn't, yeah, she doesn't bring it up a ton, but she knows them and stuff. But, like, sometimes, because she knows it bugs me, sometimes she'll be like, oh, my God, that's so you just because you're this. And I'm what's like, your, what's your like, sign? I know your birthday's coming up. Yeah, 13 days away, 19th birthday. Maybe I'll be able to join you for a beer then on a patio. Um, yeah. But uh but no uh but what's your what's your sign gemini you all right just quickly jumping in here i'm editing right now but cardsy actually texted me that he's not a gemini and he's a virgo and uh i think it's a very virgo mistake to make and we just wanted to jump in and clarify that i'm i'm scorpio which i only like recently just found out because i keep getting asked this but you know what so so these girls um i told her i'm a scorpio and she starts like getting mad at me 
she's like oh you would be a scorpio like i could tell like all this stuff and i'm <laughs> i'm <laughs> so we we were getting into it going back and forth i was like immediately angry um just because i hate this stuff and i said to her it was a hypothetical question and uh i want to like just clarify this is for guys and girls but it was just in this one situation it was a girl who brought it up but i know guys who are like this too and it pisses me off just as much um i was like what if you're hitting it off with a guy things are going really well and then they tell you a scorpio like or whatever the sign you you hate like they tell you that what do you do and she's like that's a deal breaker like if you're this then there's no way so i just said i mean i'm i'm born in october october 25th is my birthday so i said is everyone who's born on october 25th the same as me like is that how that works then and she's like yeah like it's you're a water sign so you have to be i, I don't understand this and it makes me angry so i needed to bring it up i've actually yeah no i've actually had a few like buddies of mine like say that too i'm like what are you talking about like I don't know. Like, I don't buy into it, but this is a hockey podcast. We should probably get back to the hockey side of things. Tell me, tell me a little bit about your skate this week. How are you feeling out there? The mints? Honestly, I'm getting better each week. I'm only on the ice once a week, every Monday night. So, um, slowly getting back into it. My shot is something that's, that's the best. I think like my hands have never been my best, my best thing. I'm a good skater. I'm a good defenseman and I can shoot really well. I'm not the best just, skill guy i'd say but i'll shut it down on the one-on-ones i'll block every puck but man i've been shooting i've been sniping real well um and it's hard because we're in a mini rink and uh so you you don't really have as much of an angle on the goalie because you can't go wide you can't there's not room to cut left and right you're pretty much shooting from the middle every time um and it just feels good for a guy like me scoring on like college like ncaa d1 goalies and stuff and i'm i'm so bad compared to everyone i skate with and I, I'll celebrate like crazy every time I snipe and it, everyone gets me fired up. So it's been going well. I'm getting better. Who knows? Maybe, uh, maybe I'll get drafted next year to the Sharks if you can put a good word in for me. Yeah, I'll see what I can do this week. They're just letting you score. It's a charity, charity talk out there. But, yo, one thing, actually, I got a DM from a fan that I was asking us if we can kind of like tell them like tell the listeners about like how we chose our numbers and like our favorite number and like how we got it in hockey so like i'll let you go first and then i'll answer next yeah so i'm number 95 um i've always been 95 all my life my my it's a weird story um a lot of people have better stories but basically when i was three years old it was 2001 my brother was uh six years old at the time he's three years older than me so we had gotten our first video game it was nhl 2001 and it came on like one of those video, like, I don't know even what they're called, but we, it was just some huge, it wasn't like a disc and we put it in the computer and both of our favorite numbers are four. I asked, can you, in the creative player, can you make my number four? And he's like, yeah, but he, we were both on the Toronto Maple Leafs and in, in like the creative player thing. So he did his first and got himself number four and you can't have two of the same number on the same team. So I think by default, it put my number to 95 and I played out the whole NHL 2001 video game with that number and just fell in love with it. So I've been 95 ever since. That's actually jokes, man. I would have never thought that, especially me not being a video game guy. That would never be yeah. somebody's story come to mind for me. Well, actually, before you even talk about yours, the cool thing I also liked about 95 was until like three years ago, there had never been a 95 in the NHL. Um, so it was like my number. No one, no one had it. Cool. <laughs> yeah, your number. Not um, the guy in Colorado. Is it? No. 
who uh, was it? Now, Bur- yeah, now Burakovsky on Colorado and Duchesne has it now. And I think Justin Bailey on Buffalo had it. So now, but only in the last year, they all switched numbers. None of them entered the league with that number. Yeah, but it's, I'd still consider it your number. Like you're probably, well, I had a first. So yeah, it is my number. <laughs> um, I, mine was weird too, man. Like my favorite number in my first two years of house league was 16. So like there's 16 players on the team. So you draw a, num- a number out of the hat. And and that number is the order that you got the jersey in. So we're drawing, and I didn't know this at the time. I was only like six years old or whatever. And I draw, I draw the number sixteen. I'm like, oh my god, let's go! Like I get number sixteen. Woo! I was so fired up, man. But your last and they, pick. And they go, no, you get the last choice of jersey. <laughs> so then I'm like, oh my god. So I'm like almost crying. I think I might have cried over it, man. And honestly. So there was 11 and 7 left, I think. And they go, what number do you want? And I'm like, oh, my God. So I start losing it. I'm like, give me 11, whatever. So then from that point on, 11, and I just wore it, and I started liking it. And uh, I mixed 74 into the mix because that's, like, my favorite number. But, like, 11's my hockey number. And, uh, yeah, that's how that began. So if, if you make the Sharks and 11 and 74 are available, which one are you taking? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. I'd probably go 74 if it was available. Like, I mean, it's just good style out there. It looks nasty. I think yeah. they definitely for those sharks go to 74. You know, no, no 74. So yeah, if I make the sharks, I'll be, I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll have it reserved for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, we probably talked long enough. I mean, we could probably send this interview over. No. Yeah. Well, before we send it, actually, I got to do our, our weekly manscape that, and I know, I mean, I'll, I'll do it because you're doing this on your phone right now, but the fans have been asking you to do a Manscaped ad. So. Oh, no. Okay. I'll do it next week. I'll make you a deal. When I'm home and I'm all set up, I'm actually wearing my Manscaped shirt right now for the listeners listening, just rocking the product as as per usual. So um, I'll do it yeah, next week. We'll get that'll, it going. That'll be, that's a promise. I'll do it for next week. Uh, Ross will send me the script and then we'll, we'll take the extra three hours that it's going to take for me to put through that ad read. A lot of editing being done there. Yeah. We'll send it over to Aussie Wiseblatt soon, but before we do attention listeners across the galaxy, all the way from Australia to Houston, do we have a pube problem? If so, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth generation, brand new lawnmower 4.0. Kick your pubes to the next planet with the performance package 4.0. The orbits in your pants will feel like you're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. Stop laughing, man. It makes it harder for me. Uh, join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code SHOWBOUND. Actually, before I even finish this ad, I was out on a Saturday night. I was meeting like my girlfriend's family and stuff. And Wait, oh, wait you have a girlfriend? Yeah. Nice. I thought I told you this. Anyway, the, uh, her brother bought the the ball deodorant with our showbound promo code i love that that's before just, before he even met me like he he had listened to the really? bought it yeah and he was telling me about it that's good stuff i love that tom so, uh tom, we appreciate it and so does manscape yeah so shout out manscape shout out him and anyway ready for an out of world experience fellas look no further than the performance package 4.0 from manscape that has just taken off in not only the usa but canada the uk across europe australia South Africa, and our favorite country, Singapore. Inside this package, you'll find their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer, crop reviver, toner, crop preserver, ball deodorant, 
performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold your whole solar system. First scheduled for liftoff, new lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. This spaceship is here to guide you on a journey to trim your body, balls, butt, and even your anus. This fourth generation trimmer also features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor, a new multifunction on off switch that can engage a travel lock and is even waterproof. The lawnmower 4.0 also has a 4,000K LED spotlight you can turn on and off when needed for a more precise shave throughout your travels across the universe. The performance package 4.0 also includes the weed whacker. It's like having a little astronaut to chop your worst weeds up top in your nose and ears. The weed whacker is also waterproof and uses a 9,000 RPM motor powered 360 degree rotary dual blade system. This nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin safe technology, which, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. Don't forget to use crop preserver ball deodorant and their crop reviver toner to help your little planets be on their A game while feeling the sun's heat. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their performance package 4.0, Manscaped boxers and the shed travel bag. Abort hairy balls and buzz light ear that woody with Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SHOWBOUND at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code SHOWBOUND at manscaped.com. For a clean trinity and beyond, your space balls will thank you. Um, that, that one, I struggled a bit with that one. But actually, remember last week I was asking about what trinity means? Or maybe it was two weeks ago? Yeah, a guy commented, eh? Yeah, we got some DMs and comments with, with some answers. I can't even remember what it was. But shout out to, to everyone for helping because uh, we're really smart. Anyway, it's like three to one. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey. Smart. We're learning here. Um, yeah. I guess with that being said, we'll send it over to Ozzy Weisblatt now. All right. I want to welcome to the pod, Ozzy Weisblatt. Oz, and for the listeners who aren't watching on the YouTube, Ozzy is Cardsy's roommate. They're together right now. So uh, yeah, Ozzy, how's it going, man? That's going awesome. I can't complain. How's, how's Cardsy as a roommate? Oh, not bad. Uh, he's pretty good, actually. I don't mind him. Does he snore or do anything annoying or what? No, he's actually pretty quiet. He sleeps sleeps like a little baby. Passes out nice and quick. Yeah, Oz had a tough not, uh, first night sleeping. So he was up moving around all night. He said I was just sheets. So yeah. long day of flying and stuff. He's He's been here for the whole summer, though. We can get into that in a bit. Yeah, well, Cards, you guys, uh, do you want to just tell us what's been going on today? You guys are at San Jose Sharks camp right now. Yeah, I mean, we're just at dev camp day two, just finished up. We'll let Oz take it from there, though. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think it's both of our first dev camps here, so it's it's been good. Uh, bodies are a little sore. Um, I think a little bit on my part, a little bit on your part, but it's been it's been good. Uh, good experience so far and some fitness testing, so um, has been too crazy, though. Yeah, Rask, the boys' hips are locking up a little bit here. We get, we're going to have to do some uh, – 90 90s yeah yeah 90s. got to uh definitely we've been hitting the ice bath too in the hot tub so using the facilities wisely which uh pros pro would do what well, oz is a big pro now that he lives down here in the summer hanging out with all the big dogs i was gonna say like what would uh what would cole cylinder tell you to do to help out those muscles but you already you hit it spot on hit the ice bath yeah no we uh, we're two steps ahead of silly we even got the hot tub in there too so yeah. um so Ozzy, I wanted to ask you, your family names, your brothers, Ocean, Orca, and Oasis are very unique, obviously, and yourself, Ozzy. I'm wondering, is there any, like, there's got to be a story or a reason behind that? Um, not really on my part, but um, more Ocean and Orca. Um, I, think with, I think with Ocean, uh, my mom 
my mom was on a ferry. So originally we're from Vancouver and uh, my mom was pregnant on, on the ferry. So uh, in Vancouver, so um, I don't know, kind of just the ocean and, and that kind of vibe. And then um, my, my, oh my God, my, uh, <laughs> my, uh, my brother was uh, uh, born in uh, uh, Vancouver too. So um, I guess kind of popular, just work of whales and all that stuff being kind of popular in Vancouver. So, um, and then they, I guess they kind of just went with the, uh, the old train and kind of just went from there. Yeah. It's the actually yeah. Do you have any sisters? Yeah, I, I have a youngest sister. She's 12. Her name's Oceana. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. actually sick. It, it's kind of sick. And I, I do want to highlight for listeners who don't know that two of your brothers, Orca and Oasis, also play in the WHL, um, which is pretty cool. So you're from Calgary, but you're is part of your family from Vancouver? So uh, Ocean, Orca, me are all from Vancouver. Oh, and, and Oasis. And then my little sister's from Kelowna. Uh, we, we moved to Kelowna and kind of just grew up there. And, uh, when I was about 11 or 12, we moved to, to Calgary and, um, okay. Yeah. So when did you start playing hockey? Like what age? Uh, just when I was born, you know, both my, both my older brothers played. So, uh, I was kind of, I kind of got right into it, um, at a really young age and, um, you know, played hockey every day. So, um, I guess it's kind of in my blood. Okay. I, I'm curious, like I asked this one to some, some of the guests, but <clears throat> at what age or what point did you realize I'm, I'm really good at this? Maybe I could make this a career. From a young age, I always kind of believed in myself that, you know, I could do it. But um, I think as the years kind of went along, um, especially when, you know, the, the junior draft went on, went on and uh, I went to my first camp and I was like, oh, you know, maybe – maybe I'm good enough to, to play with these guys and um you know so far it's gone gone pretty good and um yeah yeah and for me like I was actually I was wondering this too because I didn't even realize you were like a you were a second rounder in the dub eh yeah yeah that was crazy so I didn't I thought you were a high pick like huge prospect coming out but like you're a type of guy who just like kind of took off once you hit the dub but your first year there you got one game and as an underager yeah yeah, when I was 15, yeah. And you sniped, too. Yeah. So talk, do you want to tell us about that game a little bit? Yeah, it was, it was extra special. Uh, it was in Calgary, too. So uh, my whole family went there. And um, I was actually in Edmonton the day before. Um, went to an Oilers game, me and my buddy. And I got a call at, like, 1140 uh, at night saying, uh, we need you at the game tomorrow. So, um <laughs> We left at like six in the morning and uh, got to Calgary and uh, made it on just in time for the game. So, um, no, it was super cool. I definitely wasn't expecting to to get a nice tuck. Uh, yeah, how'd that, that go? How'd that go in? Uh, it was like a, it's like a. I took like a long shift. It was like probably a minute and thirty shift. And uh, at that point, it's I was good like, as an oh. underage, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, what am I doing? Um, I should have got off, but uh, I just stayed on for a second longer. And um, I guess I just got a backdoor feed and um, it was an ice burner, low corner. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you kind of got to make up for it. I mean, 15 year old Schmelt wheeling around first game guys on there for a minute and a half. The boys are just giving it to them to get a change. Jay Rask. Oh yeah, for sure. I couldn't imagine Marty, what you're going to experience in Barry cards. If you take a shift like that, you're going to be hearing it all night out of him. 
older guy. I get, get to get a little bit more. Yeah, you get training, you're, but, you're a vet now. You get the leeway. <laughs> yeah. Well, another thing kind of talking about, like, not being, like, a super high pick in the dub, were you considering college at all or no? Uh, a little bit just because, you know, both my brothers were in the kind of the junior route and um, they, they both committed at the time to Vermont. Um, so, you know, originally I was going to go with Vermont because my brothers were there and, you know, I thought that would have been pretty cool to play with both of those guys. And um, eventually I think I just wanted to kind of create my own path and, and go where I thought where I was going to have the best success. And um, So I went to PA and uh, it was probably the best decision I've made. Well, yeah, and then just kind of talk about that first year. How was your adjustment or adjustment? Sorry, I'm mumbling my words there, but uh, adjustment to the dub your first year, like it was pretty seamless. A eh? second round pick, and you go in and kind of like dominate as a 16. Yeah, I mean, I was I was lucky. Um, you know, I had guys like Noah Gregor who plays for the Sharks now, so um, you know, I developed a pretty good relationship with him, and um, you know, we had an amazing team. We had, we won the championship that year, and um, I really couldn't could have asked for a better group of guys to have for for my rookie year so I definitely learned a bunch yeah and that was another thing Rask had it written down in the script that you guys won and like I had no clue actually Rask right before we hopped on I was like Oz you guys you won the dub in his like only full season I guess so like you guys didn't even have playoffs or anything this year though but yeah that's insane when it is a 16 do you want to just like talk about like let the listeners know like about that playoff run and then go into the uh Mem Cup and everything like that yeah, it was unreal. Um, no, I think we all kind of came in. You know, I think the year before, uh, PA was kind of, you know, kind of trending upwards. And, um, you know, they played Moose Jaw and they took them to a, a game seven. And Moose Jaw at the time was, you know, one of the best teams in, in the CHL. So I think I think just going into the year, they had lost some momentum. And, um, you know, I don't think we had – I don't think we had many um, NHL signed guys. I think maybe like two or three. And um, so I, I think just kind of an underdog team, but um, I think the special thing about special thing about that team was just how close we were. I think you know every 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 guy in the room was you know willing to do anything for the other guys. So um, it was it was really special. And then um, you know we won in overtime too, so uh, game seven. So it doesn't really get much better than that. Um, wow. <laughs> so, yeah, so it was crazy. And then uh, we went to the uh, Mem Cup and unfortunately didn't didn't really win a game. So, um, I mean, it is what it is. But um, you know, that was that was probably the best year of my life. Yeah, yeah I like, like actually Rask. I just got a question. Like, how were the crowds in PA? Were you guys like packed, sold out every night in the playoffs and stuff? Yeah, it was crazy. Um, it, it was fully packed, and it got to the point where people were like, they had like milk jugs, and they were like stack them on top of. On, on top of each other and um just i don't know just rows and rows of milk crates why just though? just well it's oh, just so, so they people could see. see yeah Damn, so how they, many oh yeah I, I thought he was talking about making noise i didn't know where you're going with no. that yeah no yeah. how yeah. many people do you guys hold then no uh, it wasn't it's not a big rank it's probably like like 2500 oh that's it yeah, eh? it's, it's, i, I had that written down card like the rank is pretty pretty old i think right it's it's like yeah, a no, it's, dumpy looking I, I think it's, yeah, I think it's the oldest oldest rink in the league, to be honest. But um, after that championship year, we got we got some nice little we got a new uh, 
what's it called jumbotron and some new glass and some new boards the boys are pretty hyped about that so, yeah uh, yeah I, I have like two follow-up questions kind of one of them was that the mem cup that was in regina no it was in halifax oh the oh yeah yeah okay the halifax one and then my other question kind of for both of you guys because uh Ozzy talk about how it was such a close-knit team all that stuff you always hear players when they win a championship at any level that classic like this is the closest team i've ever been a part of all that stuff i'm wondering if you can just talk about it both of you for the listeners how important is it in a team dynamic to have a team that everyone like there's no kind of outliers everyone's caring about each other there's no bad guys in the room i guess ozzy if you want to go first how important that is yeah i mean it's it's crazy um you know the guys that won that championship uh we still have a snapchat group chat group chat to this day and we literally talking it every day so um, you know, it's been what, like two, two, three years later years, and yeah. uh, everybody still talks in it and um, it's crazy. You know, if it's somebody's birthday, we'll always, we'll always send a nice text and all that. So it's, you know, so many years later and we all keep in touch. So, um, you know, I, I think that's the biggest part about, you know, getting a winning culture for a team. You know, everybody cares about each other and, you know, it's the other guy before yourself. So, um Yeah. Yeah, cards. What yeah, do you think? I, like you've played on some really talented teams. Yeah, no, like for me, especially like because probably honestly, dude, you know what I was thinking about? Like I probably would have played against Oz at the Mem Cup if Ivan didn't get that suspension. Realistically, yeah. man, like Guelph went on to win, and we lost to them in seven because of that scum move by the refs calling that <laughs> a uh, yeah, kind of calling out the ref there, whoever made the call on that one. But uh, uh, yeah, no, but like it's crazy, man, like in all these episodes we always refer to like that sag team that i had there and like how close we all were and like that run like western conference uh final and stuff like that so pretty special for sure and like that's what you see like this week at dev camp they're trying to like build that and like build everyone's character and like teach you the little things that are going to kind of collaborate down the road to lead to team success and championships so like that's one of the biggest things for sure if you're tight with your boys in the locker room um if you got a decent amount of skill, I mean, you don't even have to be the best team, but if you got that chemistry, you love, everyone likes each other. You're going to do good things out there. So. Yeah, definitely. Well said. And uh, it's, it's cool. Cause all you guys, a lot of you guys are going to be teammates in the NHL in the future. And you're, you're all just making friends now. You don't even know each other. And actually Oz, just one more, and then we'll kind of keep it moving. But for you um, heading into your first dev camp and you already played on the Barracuda before, you know, a lot of the prospects, but I'm sure you're meeting a lot of new faces. How's it going? Like the, just meeting all the new prospects and, and that sort of thing. Yeah, it's cool. I think just the biggest part is you meet guys that, you know, aren't, aren't from, you know, only the CHL where what you're used to, um, you know, you meet guys from Sweden, Russia, Czech Republic, all that stuff. So it's, it's cool to, you know, meet different people and, you know, learn different personalities and, you know, learn what all, all these different cultures are about and all that. So, um you know it's in a way it's you know it's a little bit bigger than hockey that you you know you get real life experiences out of it so um no it's it's just been really cool um you know I think the cool thing about hockey is that it definitely brings everybody together so um yeah yeah what an answer brings everybody (laughs) together I love it um I want to talk about PA Prince Albert a little bit so we already touched on just playing that small rink but how do you like the city moving there and, and living there yeah I, I honestly loved it um you know I I think I kind of have the personality of you know kind of a small town quiet 
you know, not too many things going on, but, um, you know, it was perfect for me at the time where I had to, you know, dial it in in school and, um, you know, get that over with. And um, so it was perfect for me just, uh, you know, I was 16 years old and, um, you know, I, I did, you know, grow up a little bit and all that. So, um, so it was, it was uh, a, a good timing for myself. Yeah. And then heading into your draft year, coming off a good rookie season, you had a monster draft year. I have it written down 70 points in 64 games. Not, not bad at all. So how do you feel um, throughout that season and maybe like what changed the year before from the year before? Was it just confidence being in your second year in the league? Like what, what made you kind of that dominant as a young player in the league? Um, I, I think I just, I just wanted to, you know, have, take a, a bigger role. I think when I'm, when I was 16, you know, I definitely felt like, you know, you have all these good players and, um, you know, sometimes maybe age might play factor, you know, 16, 16 year olds aren't usually the ones that go out for the, you know, the last minutes and, um, you know, may, might not be relied on in those situations. So I just wanted to, you know, kind of expand my game, um, you know, offensively and defensively, but I, I don't know. I just kind of did it. I don't know. It's got better. Yeah. yeah you just, just got better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. You want to just tell us quickly, like about your draft day, obviously for everyone, you guys already know, but Oz went 31st overall to the San Jose Sharks, beautiful San Jose, California, where we're at right now filming this pod. Um, but yeah, no, uh, how was the draft day? Can you got to just like tell everybody about it? Yeah, it was, it was awesome. I think, kind of every kid's I don't know dream to get selected in the first round but or even just get just to get drafted in general um so I mean it was really cool and I I think I was so nervous that I ended up switching into a different suit like halfway through the draft my I was just sweating just soaking it, eh? like filling yeah. out a sweat <laughs> yeah it was terrible I was like uh, it was bad I was wearing like a little baby blue suit and had to change to a little bit of a darker one so um <laughs> No, it was, it was, it was an awesome day, but uh, very stressful, but you know, one of the best days of my life for sure. And actually one thing that came to mind, um, I was just thinking about that when we were talking about the draft and stuff, when Doug, Doug Wilson Jr. was the, he announced it, right. Yeah. And he did sign language, didn't he? Did he do that before the pick or like, did he say the pick and then do it or do it and then say the pick? No, he he did it before. He just said my name. He just said Ozzy. He just spelled out kind of finger spelled so nobody knew what was going on yeah yeah except for i don't know maybe deaf people watching and my mom and and that stuff so i didn't even know he did it until after the draft i I watched the video again and i was like oh that's pretty sick but um i didn't initially see it but my mom my mom came up to me after and was like oh did you see that i was like oh that's crazy but yeah that's a pretty cool touch and i mean like how'd that make your mom feel like it was, she, she must've been like, wow, this is pretty cool. Like, I mean, pretty welcoming by the organization yeah. and stuff just to like class act move there. For yeah. Sure. Oh, my, my mom loved it. Yeah, uh, no, for sure. No, she, she loves Doug Jr. for doing that, but um, no, it was, it was awesome for her. And um, I think for, for them to include kind of that deaf culture, you know, the side of the side of me, that's really important to myself. So, um, you know, I, definitely felt good to to have him do that yeah and uh 
I just want to talk about quickly because uh, I know we ask everyone on the pod this and a lot of guys, it's a lot of different answers and stuff. So like, did you talk to San Jose a bunch before the draft? Yeah, I, I talked to them all throughout the season. And, um, you know, I think draft day when you, know, you have a lot of teams telling you some things and, you know, um, I think my mentality going into it was, to, you know, not get my hopes up for anything. And, um, you know, I, I spoke to Doug um about two two days earlier and uh he just called me to let me know that you know they're they're really interested and um you know maybe if I was there they they might take me so um you know when it when it came to 31 I was kind of just hoping and praying they took me and uh thank god so yeah man I can only imagine that you would have been sweating balls uh, all night especially if you go to the second uh, you would have been you would have been the 32nd overall pick and just like <laughs> drenched in sweat but no like that's what we were talking about and like Rask we were talking about like in the draft like how many guys like how many guys get told like teams are going to take them like it happened to me like yeah. everyone that who listens to the pod like it happened to me in my first draft year when Oz got drafted but like you have teams who are like like scouts or whatever who will tell you they're going to take you and stuff and then just things never come to fruition but like one thing like kind of that we've learned from San Jose. Like I had a great chat with them. Um, and then, yeah, great things happen. And like Oz said, like good chat with them a few days before the draft, good vibes about that. And then they, uh, they held their word true on that one. But yeah, no, that was just like something interesting. We were just kind of shooting shit, like on day one and that came up, but yeah. Was San Jose your, the place you wanted to go the most then from what I understand? I mean, I, I honestly, I, I wouldn't really complain if I went anywhere else, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I can't really complain if, I, I don't know. I think all cities are, are amazing in, in the NHL and, you know, you, you get treated top notch anywhere you go. So, um, you know, I, I didn't mind them coming to California though. Yeah. yeah Rass, we're just staring at the beautiful mountains out our window right now. So it's, <laughs> it's not too bad of a life. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to have to come visit, but uh, we'll keep it moving. I want to talk about the, the COVID season last year where um, you got to be up with the San Jose Barracuda, the AHL team. Um, before the WHL season kicked off, so how long total were you up with them for? Uh, I came up after after my season after my after my season finished. Uh, it was probably here for probably a month. Oh, so you, um, wait, you played you played uh, in dub before that, then? Yeah. So so at the start before the season, I I played a couple games and then okay, I got sent back to to junior and then after that's after my junior season I came back up so and then I and then I finished the the season with them okay so how'd you find the level of play and for the record you had uh for the listeners three points in six games so half a point per game as a as a first year guy so how do you find the level there no it was good I think it's it's a lot different from junior where um you're definitely not used to playing against you know 30 year olds and and all that. So I think just the biggest difference was just the strength. And, um, you know, I want to say it was, I want to say it was faster, but, um, you know, you more crisp passes and execution was a lot better and, and all that stuff. So, um, you know, it definitely helped my game just to kind of get prepared for, you know, development camp and, and main camp and those things. So, um, also confidence wise, I think just, just getting those games in really helps. Yeah, and you were talking about like crisp passes and stuff in the A and stuff, but like 
like I mentioned earlier, Rask, Oz has been living here, like in this hotel, actually at the Hilton. This is his house in the penthouse up top um, <laughs> where the big dogs stay. But uh, no, so he's been skating. You've been skating with who? Like Carlson, Burns, like Couture, all those guys all summer. So like, yeah. can you just like kind of talk about like how crisp they are and like how sick it is to be able to train with them every day? Yeah, it's it's been unreal. I mean, I just kind of skate with, you know, future Hall of Famers like Eric Carlson, uh, Jumbo Jumbo Joe was here. <laughs> um, so that, that was pretty sick. And then, you know, Patty Marlowe is here too. So, um, you know, those guys are those guys are unbelievable players. And um, I think just it's just super weird for me, like kind of seeing them on the ice just because, you know, I, I remember being like 12 years old and seeing these guys on TV and being like, oh, these guys are <laughs> – the best players in the world, you know? So um, it's been awesome for, for me to learn from them. And, um, you know, they, they never mess up on a pass or, or any of that stuff. So it's, it's, it's so cool to see. And Rask, Oz told me he got to go to Jumbo's house and he's just got an infinity pool looking over the mountains and stuff. Nasty. (laughs) Oh man. I mean, hundred million dollars in his NHL career and not bad. Um, what's, what's the dynamic like in the room when you're just training with those guys? Are you like keeping your mouth shut? Cause you're, you're like the, the kid or are they all kind of including you in the conversation? How's that go? No, I mean, they, they, they always try and include me in the conversation, but, um, at the same time, I kind of, I know my place and I speak <laughs> when I'm, when I'm spoken to. So, um, yeah, I, I kind of let the big dogs talk. That's, that's hilarious. And just with, uh, with being up with those guys training and your first season, partially in the AHL do you have any just lessons you kind of took from like how to act like a pro all that stuff do you want to that you want to talk about yeah I think with Jumbo Joe being here I mean he's been in the NHL longer than I've been alive so um he he know he knows one or two things about you know nutrition and um you know recovery and all that stuff so I mean that guy does like three workouts a day and skates so um and he's I think like 42 or something so um (laughs) Yeah, that guy's that guy's grinding, and um, I don't know. He just talks about, um, you know, it's it's hard to make the league, but it's it's even harder to stay in it. So, I think just always coming to the rink, uh, want to get better every day. So, um, just a lot of a lo- lot of life lessons too. So, yeah, I guess Rask, you don't have too much more on the Barracuda or anything like that. I can t- kind of talk about the final, like how he kind of went back to the dub. So you went back to the dub, and we talked about it, like. The remainder of the season back in PA for your third year um, had 28 points in 23 games and wore an A on the jersey this year. So how was that season for you? A <laughs> little bit of a leadership role up there too. And, uh, and then from a point standpoint, just kind of lighting it up again. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, I think this year is, was different just because we had so many, so many young players. I think, um, you know, one thing I wanted to work on was, kind of the leadership side I think um you know at, at the time I was 18 years old and um you know I kind of wanted to you know be be an older guy for the team and um you know stick up for the boys and all that stuff so um yeah I, I think just coming back for my third year I, I had so much confidence coming after after the draft and uh playing in the A and all that stuff so I, I had lots of confidence coming back and um you know, unfortunately, I don't think we kind of had the record we wanted to have and and all that. But, um, you know, it was a good year for myself. And, um, 
yeah, just trying to build off it still. So, well, yeah, you guys picked a good year to be bad when there was no playoffs or anything. So yeah. it didn't yeah. matter. So, yeah, they're just building for the future. If Oz is back next year too, that you guys will be pretty good next year. You know, like older team and stuff again. Yeah, we should be. I mean, we have we have Kane Gooley. I mean, he's I think he went 16th overall to to Montreal. Montreal. So, I mean, he, he's a heck of a player and um, he's also our captain. So, I mean, he's an unreal guy too. So, And then COVID season for you guys, like what were the rules like? Like I don't even think I – actually, I might have asked you that, but like you want know, to tell the <coughs> listeners like what – because like I know we had Jarvie on and he said like there was going to be a bunch of protocols and we saw like – who was it? Red Deer who had uh, – they were living, living in the ring. In the ring. Yeah. yeah. So, like yeah. for you guys, what was it like? Um, we, we were actually in a, in a college dorm in Regina um so every every team there uh in the bubble so it was it was just basically the saskatchewan teams and uh the manitoba teams there so um you know we would we would just basically live there and um have breakfast lunch and dinner at the cafeterias and um you know go to the rink and all that stuff but you know they they had it set up pretty well and um you know gave us everything we needed to you know show up in place so um you know they Definitely did the best they could. Well, so you've been living out of a hotel for then basically <laughs> hotel for like a year now. Yeah, I've been living on my bag for a little while now. <laughs> Russ, you should see this guy. He just lives out of his suitcase over here on the floor. Oh, has to get a, he does his uh, he does his laundry at the rink like we had to do in Sweden too. Just yeah. just a tough go. But I mean, when you're staying at the Hilton, come on, just a gorgeous spot, right? So <laughs> you know what's good though, and even going back to like the dorms and stuff. Um, and I know when you're billeted and junior, you still get your meals made for you, but just never having to worry about making food. I mean, that's, that's kind of the dream. Like you get all your meals handed to you when you were playing for the Barracuda, did you, you were living in the hotel, right? Or did you have to start cooking? No, I lived in the hotel. Okay. So you're chilling. Do you know how to cook at all? No, I'm actually really good, but okay. I just like, I don't know, maybe I'm, a little mm-hmm. bit worse now that I haven't in, in so and long. Rusty. So yeah, yeah, but no, it's it's basically been just Uber Eats and DoorDash and and all that stuff. So, so Rasko, give Oz credit though; he knows the hot spots in town. Took us to a nice place last night. He's kind of in charge of the reservation, so we got a bunch of guys that always go for dinner and stuff. But uh, Oz made the call today, hooked us up. So next week on the pod, I'll have to give a review on uh, on my top meals that uh, Oz hooked up for the boys but no last night good start for him I, I'd give it an 8 out of 10 alright there you go so he knows the spots knows how to cook all of it Um, now I do want to mention you did sign with the San Jose Sharks after the draft we haven't talked about that Um, did you make any big purchases or anything you kind of reward yourself or like what are you doing with the with the money other than going out for the nice dinners in San Jose there oh guy now <laughs> um I mean, I, I bought myself some, some clothes and some shoes, but nothing too big. I think the only big purchase, I, I got my mom a car. That was the, I think that was, you know, the oh. only thing I really spent my money on is got my, my mom a nice Jeep chair or a, a Jeep, uh, what is it? Uh, Cherokee? Cherokee, maybe. Cherokee, yeah. yeah Jeep Cherokee. Cherokee. Yeah, wow. so. Wow, selfless. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's unreal, dude. Yeah, no, I kind of had to. Um, my mom had the absolute worst car. Like her doors wouldn't even open. So I was like, oh, the winter's coming up. So got to get her some seat warmers and all that stuff. So uh, she's rocking some sick wheels. In the yeah. Jeep or- yeah. 
Yeah. Cards, you got the Jeep, right? Yeah, I got a Jeep with a Wrangler. The uh, Cherokee's more more of like a uh, older person's car. Like, I feel like the Jeep, like, once you get to a certain age, you're like, okay, I've aged out of the Jeep. I'm sick of having my doors and roof off the top. But I, yeah, mean, I was going to say, do we you got go last... doors off, cars? Are you rocking the, the no doors? Yeah, I go doors off. I'll, uh, I got the soft top on right now. I take the roof off quite a bit. I'll get, I'll get the doors off here pretty soon. Um, but no, what a guy, Ozzy. I didn't know about that. Yeah. Uh, just a selfless hero. We got fan questions now, eh? Yeah, so our favorite part of the app is always. So we're going to get into the fan questions. We always have this one to start. So stick and specs. Uh, I use a, uh, a CCM trigger, the trigger four. Um, I think I'm a P90 75 flex. You're P90 75 flex. Yeah. Okay. What listen are you? to this P90 75 flex. You are. Yeah. So listen, <laughs> I only have two sticks, and I can't find any sticks in the stick room that match me up today. The closest well, you get around mine. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so there we go. I'll have to yeah. talk to the trainers tomorrow. I'm using a Weissblatt stick starting out tomorrow. <laughs> um, <laughs> next thing do you think you'll make the sharks this year uh i think so. like i i hope so i mean that's what i that's what i always tell myself i mean i think if anybody's gonna believe in me it's got to be myself so um you know that's that's my goal but i think if it doesn't happen you know i i won't be too upset i mean there's nothing wrong with going back to junior for another year of development but i think just taking it one day at a time and um you know seeing where i'm at so um, I trust whatever, whatever the the sharks thinks was best for me. So, I mean, blocking pills in a two on two scrimmage is a good place to start. He soaked <laughs> one yesterday. We were playing a scrimmage. It was me and Oz going against each other, rubbing a few good hits actually. Uh-huh. Um, and then yeah, point shot just gets down, soaks it right off the shinner. So it's a good way to start. Um, favorite road rink in the dub. Oh, um. Probably, probably like Edmonton or Edmonton or like Medicine Hat. Um, I just like Medicine Hat because their warm up tunes are so good. <laughs> They're unreal. Yeah. Just gets the juices flowing. Yeah, but I mean it's a it's a sick rink too, and um, yeah, but Edmonton's unreal because you know you play in Rogers Place and you know you play in an NHL rink that's you know probably one of the nicest in the league too. So um, you know it's a great place to play. All right, moving on. Did anyone take you under their wing in the AHL um, or, or NHL for that matter? Like any of the guys you skate with, anybody in particular that comes to mind? Um, you know, right now, actually, a little bit is Mario Ferraro uh, for the Sharks right now. He's I kind of hang out with him every day here, and um, uh, we kind of been doing everything together lately. So, um, you know, he's a great guy for for myself to learn from and. You know, he has a bit of an underdog story, too, just coming out of college and making it. So, um, you know, his work ethic is crazy, too. So um, he's been an awesome guy for myself. He's a YouTube channel, yeah? Yeah. You get on there? Not yet. He said he said he's going to put me on there soon, though. Well, we, we're actually getting him on. I talked to, like, the Sharks PR and stuff, so uh-huh. they're, they're getting us on. We're going to get him on probably pretty soon. I don't know. Yeah. I got his number. Ask I'll go off to hook that up. Yeah, I, I, I know yeah, the Sharks but, tweeted at us. He would do it. When you got drafted, they were like, let's get Ferraro on the pod, like something like that. They tweeted. Yeah, man. So, yeah. And now with Oz, Oz will just shoot him a text and say, yeah. hey, or hop on, bud. Uh, yeah. So, we'll, we'll make it happen. Uh, pre-game routine or superstitions? 
not really. Um, I, I don't think I'm really superstitious at all. Um, I kind of just do whatever. I think I'm not really superstitious about that either. Like pasta, um, chicken. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. TJ, anything have to be like tape job? Yeah. Oh yeah, I just do like I don't know, like a little white, little yeah, white little sock. Yeah, same but, as me. Yeah. I'm just gonna take your regular game yeah, stick at this point. Using the exact same man. So favorite hockey memory probably went in the dub. No. Yeah, exactly. All right, that was that was pretty pretty easy one. I could have yeah. answered that for yeah. anybody, but it's uh oh no, black <laughs> or white tape. <laughs> we all know the answer to that white tape. Uh, best chirper you've ever played with? Uh, Parker Kelly. Um, he plays in the AHL for uh, he plays in the AHL for uh, Ottawa for uh, the Belleville Senators, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and oh my god, I played junior with him when I was sixteen. So that guy just would never stop talking to anybody. So um, definitely him. You got a bit of a motor mouth though with the boys in the room. You you'll stitch some chirps for sure. Yeah, I mean not not like I guess like in the room, but I don't know. Maybe not as much on the ice. Not on the ice, no. Not Before really. I just do your own thing out there. So yeah. We'll see on Thursday. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Anyone who wants to watch the scrimmage, you can check it out. I'm sure Rask will know the links. Rask, yeah, I got it on my phone right, already, Rask. man. You got it ready, so maybe you can throw it up on the Showbound account and get some people watching. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna throw it up. Rask, you got any fan questions? You got anything for us? Uh, I think we pretty much covered it. I guess maybe I'm kind of curious if you uh, maybe you had any hockey uh, heroes growing up, anyone you kind of looked up to or model your game after. Uh, I wouldn't say I really model my game after, but, you know, Sidney Crosby's always a guy that, you know, was always my favorite player growing up and I guess kind of like a god in a way. <laughs> like, yeah, he's, he's not a bad Just kind of like a hockey god to me, but um, – no, he was always my favorite player, so. Yeah. yeah I do love Rask, Crosby, too. No, yeah, yeah, that was my favorite player growing up. If you go in my room, actually, I, I took them down probably, like, a year ago. I had a bunch of Crosby jerseys. I'm, like, no, like, I'm, I'm like, like, especially, like, now you're drafted, like, you're, you're like, there. You, like, you see NHL players. Like, Eric Carlson's in the room today. Like, I can't be having Sidney Crosby jerseys <laughs> in my room anymore. <laughs> I gotta go off Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, yeah. uh. Ross, we're just about to head for a nice Italian dinner. What do you What do you think the boys should go with? Uh, I don't know. Maybe a little fettuccine Alfredo with some seafood. Oh, not a bad call. We were talking about the chicken farm too. Can never go wrong with a good chicken farm. Yeah, that's that's a classic hockey meal though. Maybe you want to change it up. I don't know. Yeah, maybe get a bit cultured. But like we lost. Like I, I already lost. Have you? Did you weigh in light today? Yeah. How yeah. many pounds? I think like two pounds later. Yeah, dude, day day one, we're already down two pounds. I was down two pounds already, too. So we got to get our carbs in us if uh, if we're going to do this for another five days. Yeah. And how about Rask? Uh, we're going to a Giants game, actually, on uh, – Oakland. On, or, well, yeah, they're playing the Giants. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Oakland A's game on Friday with all the boys against the Giants. That's going to be sick. You got to get one of you guys to throw out the first pitch or something. Yeah, <laughs> big first-round guy here, so he'll probably have that. <laughs> Right. No, no. Will <laughs> oh, yeah. Acklin, seventh yeah. OB. Yeah. He, he gets the, that, uh, yeah. that cheese there. But uh, 
No, yeah, Ross, you, I guess you'll take it away because it's kind of awkward if I just sit here and say, yeah, thank you so much <laughs> for coming on. So yeah. I'll let you do that. Well, you basically just did it. But yeah, I mean, it, it's a pleasure having you on. First, uh, first Sharks guy that we're getting on in the, since this camp started. Second career Sharks guy on this podcast. But I think we're going to get a lot more soon. So we're, we're doing well in that department. And I just want to thank you for giving us the time. I know mm-hmm. you guys have a busy week. So um, appreciate you coming on, man. And uh, it's been fun. Yeah, no, I loved it. This was fun. This was fun, boys. All right. And thanks, Ozzy, for that one. Um, thanks, bud. Yeah, he's really lying, lying no. <laughs> It's so different, man. Like, we normally, we normally, for the listeners, like, obviously, everyone knows it's on Zoom. It's like a three-way Zoom call. So, now, it's like, yeah, thanks for the call. And he's right behind me. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, it was, it was a great interview. Rascal, let's get, get your thoughts. Can you, what are my thoughts? Yeah, you want to know? Yeah, let's hear your thoughts on that one. Come on, man. You know, sometimes I butcher words. It's funny because you're actually, you're good for like, I'd say two, two like of those per episode. You had one during the interview and now you, you had this one. It's pretty funny though. And I, I think uh, it, give, it always gives the listeners a laugh, I would assume, because it's, it's kind of funny how you just butcher some normal like English sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it's gibberish. Come on. Yeah, but no, um, it was a good interview, man. It was good having him on. I'm excited to meet all these San Jose people because I'm uh, I'm going to be coming to San Jose for the foreseeable future. Every year you're down there playing on the Sharks, and I'll be I'll be there, so it'll be nice to have some familiar faces. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll be buzzing. I'll be I'll be there in my Cardwell jersey, um, and uh, yeah, just enjoying it out there. But no, it was a good interview. I mean, uh, there isn't really much to talk about at this point. I mean, do you want to anything you want to say, or do you want to just wrap it up? Actually, you know what? Like the Bachelorette ended not too long ago, and I don't know if you saw who won. I haven't been watching it at all. I'm pretty sure it's the Canadian dude. A Canadian guy won from Toronto or something or Hamilton. It, but um, I, I've seen that guy on TikTok before, actually. Yeah, so he won actually for the people who loved our Bachelor segment back in the day. Uh, he was the winner. Um, we'll have to see. Maybe if the next season's better, we'll maybe jump back into it something we'll have to definitely consider but, when does the voucher uh, start probably in like a few weeks it's maybe. not like yeah. actually you know what probably in like a month or two it's normally going on during the season so maybe it's paradise next uh, who knows i don't know we gotta we gotta clean up our schedules figure all that out but i don't know man i don't have too much to say i mean got another day of practice and workout tomorrow and then game Thursday. And as we already mentioned, you can go watch that if you want to support. Um, so I'm just looking forward to that. Going to get a little rest and recovery in me today. Maybe watch a movie. Actually we watched the departed last night. Sick movie. Hadn't watched in forever. Gross movie. And uh, we're probably just going to shut her down. We, we had to open the blinds for the first time in two days uh, to have some decent lighting for this interview, but We'll get those shut here pretty soon and shut her down with some Netflix. Yeah, not bad. Um, I guess you kind of just gave it to me now to outro. So I'll, I'll take this opportunity and run with it. But we want to thank everybody for tuning in this week. Um, big week for Cardsy, as we all know. Let's all check out that prospect scrimmage Thursday night. Go to the San Jose Sharks website. Check it out. Um, and yeah, with that being said, just everyone enjoy your week. We love you for listening to the podcast and we'll get back to you with another good episode next week. Yeah, definitely needs work, but not bad.